Hey mama, is the number one dream in your heart to have more time to be present with your kids? Do you wish you could be present enough to help create and instill godly character? Yet you are so busy with work, drowning in the to-dos, the laundry, and the carpool lines. Hi, I'm Michelle, a mom to three energetic kids, wife to an amazing guy, and daughter of the king. For years, I tried to manage my home while struggling to still have time to pour into my kids. The guilt was overwhelming and the to-do list just kept growing. And I was completely overwhelmed and stressed until I realized that I could create systems in my life and my motherhood that would change everything. In this podcast, you will learn time management, batching, habit stacking, setting boundaries, home organization, outsourcing, and you better believe we are going to be dishing out some chores so we can create hours of intentional time to pour into our kids since that is our number one priority as vibrant moms. Grab that lukewarm coffee. Let's stop time. Hello, friends. It's Christmas time. So fun, right? So many things to do. I wanted to help you out this Christmas season and make it a little bit less stressful for you. So in this episode, we're talking about five things that I do not buy at Christmas and with a bonus of five things that I don't do at Christmas. So I'm hoping that this would just help take a little bit of stress off your plate and allow you to feel less guilty for not doing things or not buying things. So let's jump in. I know that most of the weeks leading up to Christmas, I'm so busy. I'm running around like a chicken with my head cut off. I'm buying Christmas gifts. I'm wrapping the gifts. I'm selecting the gifts and figuring out which gifts. I'm mailing all the gifts to family that's far away. I'm decorating the Christmas tree because usually we don't get that till later. I'm decorating some of the house, but not usually, but mainly it's outside. We're decorating, we're putting up lights outside, (laughs) finding time to do all those things and just running around with more events than I can count. Some events are really fun, don't get me wrong, but I feel like there's so many things on top of your normal schedule of many things, not to mention school holiday events. Usually they have special plays or little concerts or things you're supposed to go to. There's teacher's gifts to remember and things to bring to school and special sharing and special days to dress up. And it's just a lot. I don't know if it's just me, but I feel so overwhelmed with all the to do's. I end up yelling at my kids to hurry and eat their dinner so that we can go and see Christmas lights, which really kind of negates the whole joy of the season and going to see things because it's like, come on, hurry and eat your dinner. We got to get out the door to go do this thing. And they'll sometimes be so tired and then they're yelling at each other and poking each other's buttons like children do when they're just tired or like we all do, really. They all have less patience. And so we're all kind of running around ragged so that we can see Christmas lights 
and all the things. And I always hear the people say, right? They say, slow down, enjoy the season, relax, take a deep breath, right? Don't do so much. And I find that's really hard. I feel so guilty because I can't slow down. I feel like the little things at school you can't miss and you have to put up a tree and decorate and do things and you have to get gifts for people. So there's a lot of things I feel like I can't slow down on and then I just feel guilty and it kind of spirals. I don't know. Maybe you feel the same way. Maybe not. (laughs) But I just feel like there's so much on top of an already busy season. So I just wanted to give you permission to not do some of the things and to not buy some of the things and to not feel guilty about it so that you have more time to do the things that are really important. I know for me, the last thing on my list becomes my Advent reading and my quiet time with God, which in this season should really be the first thing on my list, should really be the thing that I start my day with and that doesn't get pushed out of my morning. So I just want to encourage you today with things that you can just let go of, things that you don't have to do or don't have to buy or don't have to take care of during this very busy season. So let's dive in. Grab a piece of paper if you have one or if you're in the car, just listen. Or maybe you have your phone like when I... (laughs) love listening to podcasts while I do laundry. So I prop my phone up on the washing machine and I fold all the laundry on the washing machine. And then I just pause for a second and take notes on my phone in the note section as I'm listening. So maybe you're doing something like that, however you'd like to do it. So here are five things that I don't buy. You may have others and I'd love to hear about them if you want to let us know in the Facebook group. The Facebook group is called Home Management for Working Moms, Organization and Time Management. But I'd love to hear if you have things that you don't buy or things that you don't do. All right, let's hop in. Number one, I do not buy wrapping paper or gift bags or at least as much wrapping as I can get away with not. Sometimes we'd have to buy new tissue paper because we really don't have any more or we have to buy like more tape or something. But for the most part, I use a lot of gift bags that we've gotten over the years. And so I just reuse them. I gather them all up. We have a whole box, two boxes, actually, two big bins that I've gotten from Target that are clear so I can see through them. And one of them has all just bags. And so they're nice bags that have just been used over the years. They're all Christmas bags. And so we just use them again, put a different tag on them and make them look pretty, put a different gift in them and put it around the tree. It's simple. It's easy. It's quick. (laughs) I love it. So we use a lot of the stuff that we have from last year. So that's why I don't buy typically any gift type things unless we really need it. We do run out of like bag tags and we do run out of tape and some other things. I think at one point I had like 10 rolls of (laughs) of wrapping paper. And so this year we're just now like running out of them after I think two years I haven't bought wrapping paper. So maybe this year I will buy some, but 
very sparingly and we just try to use up the stuff that we already have. Also with Amazon, I love it buying the extra gift bags and just sending them along with your present so that you don't have to wrap it when it gets to somebody else's house or you can just send it along. That has been a lifesaver of just adding a little extra money and putting a gift tag on it and having it all shipped and sent to you and already wrapped and everything like that. Whatever I can, I send that way to relatives that are in the East Coast and stuff like that because shipping is usually free. And so what I would pay on shipping, I just pay for decoration. I pay for wrapping it. And so it's all taken care of and I don't have to think about it. But there are always those things that you get that I've gotten for my sister or other things that I've picked up along the way during the year. And so those aren't wrapped or need to be. So then I usually end up wrapping a bunch of stuff and packing a box and sending it out there. But what I can avoid, I try to avoid. So number one, save money by not buying wrapping paper and reusing what you can or gift bags. Also, if you want to buy wrapping paper after Christmas, it's usually a lot cheaper and then you can save it for the next Christmas. Just a thought. Number two, new Christmas decorations. So I know I love going to Hobby Lobby or Michael's and looking through all the cute Christmas stuff. I also love going to Costco and looking through all the new Christmas stuff. They always have fun new pillows and other things and lots of cool decorations. A lot of ones that go outside or like a big wreath or other things. But I found that I just do not need as many decorations as I think I do. And I've accumulated decorations from my mom who, when we were growing up, we decorated our house. And then as she's pared down and gotten rid of stuff, she's kind of passed stuff along. So I have a handful of things that are kind of special because I grew up with them and they're decorating items like a manger scene that we painted when we were little or some cute, fun things that I remember. And so I have a handful of those, but then I also have a handful of stuff that I have picked up throughout the different time periods. But typically I do not buy any holiday decoration stuff because I already have it. And if there's maybe one thing you want to get, maybe save up, buy it after Christmas because it's cheaper. But One way to just save money and not feel overwhelmed is you really don't need that much holiday decor. (laughs) It's so cute and so fun to go to Hobby Lobby or Michael's and find stuff, but then you end up, you have to take care of it. You have to store it. You have to find a place for it. All those other months, that's not December. And then you have to put it out and make it look nice. So If you can get away with less, less is definitely more. And if you feel that you really need that one little thing, get one thing each year, but don't get a whole bunch. Don't go to Michael's and load up your cart. All right. Number three, another thing I don't buy that saves us money is gifts for extended family. We have decided we're only getting gifts for our immediate family. And then we get some gifts for my sister and her family. And for my husband's family, we all do a gift exchange. And so all the adults do a gift exchange and then you're just buying one gift. 
which really helps. And then you don't have to figure out what everybody wants. You also don't feel guilty about not getting anybody something. So you just feel like, okay, I got this one thing and I'm good to go. So that is one way that we have pared down on our gifts and saved money. Now, another way that we have saved money and one more thing that I do not buy. Number four, I do not buy candles and little trinkety things. I figure I will get one or two gifts. Usually at Trader Joe's, they have the best little things. And yet maybe one or two for those people that you forgot. And you're like, okay, I'm worried I forgot somebody somewhere. So I buy maybe two things, but a lot of things I save over the year and have a box of just gifts of things that either I've seen or maybe there's something nice that was given to us and we end up that we don't want it or it doesn't work for us or for some reason it's not usable for us anymore, but it's fine to re-gift to somebody else. So I keep it in a box and then for Christmas, if there's somebody that I've forgotten about I have extra gifts on hand to pull out that are beautiful and lovely. And then I don't end up buying tiny little stuff from the dollar store and from the dollar bin at Target, right? And you walk around and you think, what do I need to get somebody? I know I'm forgetting something. So I have found that instead of looking for those things or buying lots of little tiny things, it's so much easier and saves a lot more money if I have a box during the year that I just pull from at the end of the year or if I grab maybe one or two things from Trader Joe's while I'm shopping there for food, they have some really cute lotion or candles that I've noticed that are fun. And those I know that either we will use up or somebody else. I typically do not buy actual candles for us because I love having the electric ones that you just click and turn on. The scented ones are really nice, but we typically just don't use them. And so I love buying the candles that are you can just click and turn them all on and we have them the whole year round. So then I don't end up purchasing them over Christmas. Number five, <laughs> this one I've learned. This one I used to do. And to be totally honest, I used to do it because I used to think, oh my gosh, I have to get this. But I have learned I do not. So number five is big toys that take up space. So it's so tempting, especially for me as a mom, maybe for you too, but to get a gift for your kiddos that you know they're going to love and enjoy and it might be really big and that's fine and you're just excited about it. I get really excited when I shop. So I'm like, oh, this would be great. And I text my husband. He's like, do not buy that. But <laughs> I have learned do not buy big, giant toys that take up space because then you're left with this thing that they're really excited with for two or three days, maybe a week, maybe a month. And then it loses its luster and they're not as excited about it anymore. And then you have this giant toy that takes up space unlike half their bedroom. And how are you going to get rid of it at that point? So just don't buy like a huge dollhouse that you have to put together or like a giant Lego set that takes up. Those are usually pretty expensive. That takes up a huge area. Like just try to be mindful about 
how long your kids are going to use this toy, how long they're going to enjoy it, and then also how much space is it going to take up and how much of their room or that area are you sacrificing and are you willing to take up a lot of space with this toy. Those are my five things not to buy. Wrapping paper, Christmas decorations, gifts for extended family, small items, and big toys that take up space. All right, let's move on to these are the five things that I don't do at Christmas time. And these I think are even more important. So make sure you listen up and write them down. Number one, I do not send out Christmas cards. I find they're super stressful, trying to get them out on time and all the things. I do instead send out New Year's cards. And oftentimes I am the last one to send out New Year's cards. They're the last thing I do on my list. I know that they're going to be New Year's cards and they're not going to be Christmas cards. So I'm not stressed with trying to do them. I know that I'll get to them when I get to them. And I have all of January to send a New Year's card because it's new. (laughs) I've had... Actually, this has benefited me in several ways of waiting because number one, we get a lot of Christmas cards from other families and they're beautiful and I love them, but then they sometimes have a different address than I have for them as a contact address. So it's been very helpful to get their Christmas cards first so that I know what their new address or their current address is. And then number two, I've had a lot of people tell me, oh, We loved your Christmas card. It came towards the end of the season when we'd gotten all the other Christmas cards and it was just really fun to have a new card in the mail at the very end of this whole season. So for those two reasons and also my stress level, there's always so many more things that you're worried about doing or you're trying to get accomplished by the 25th that if I can just put a couple things later afterwards just push them off until after Christmas or before December either way if I can move them it's better so number one I don't send out Christmas cards I send New Year's cards number two I do not go to all the things and drag my family to all the things We try to be really mindful and intentional about our time during this season because there are so many wonderful things that you can go see that you can't during the rest of the year. You can go to a Christmas performance. You can go to a Christmas concert. You can go see lights. You can go see a live nativity scene. You can usually see different shows of lights or drive-through lights or concerts or all kinds of stuff. And Christmas parties, (laughs) I even forgot, Christmas parties are all the time and everybody has one and white elephant gifts. So they're all the things. So I think it's really important to keep in mind, you can't go to all the things and to look at each event and say, Even this year, we did it a little bit before because last year we missed out on some of the events that we really want to do. So I kind of said, what are the ones that we really love and we would be sad? Like last year, we were a little sad because we missed out on them. Number one, we love doing this Bethlehem AD, it's called. It's a live nativity event at a church and it's in their parking lot and I think part of their church. It's huge. They have 
actual sheep and people who are playing shepherds out on hillside. They have people who are training as Roman soldiers and a huge amount of people who are walking around as Roman soldiers. And to audition to be a Roman soldier, we have a friend who is one, you have to be a certain height. And so it's just really cool. You have these really tall soldiers and then they have a whole procession with the wise men and actual camels and a guy who does fire things and twirls fire, which is really cool at night because it's so bright. And then you walk into Bethlehem in the city and there's a bunch of different marketplaces. And then they put on a whole performance while you are in Bethlehem of Mary and Joseph coming and then going to the inn and then finding the stable and then baby Jesus being born and angels and shepherds and the wise men and all the things. So it is an incredible performance that we love going to. Our kids love it every year. They talk about it and they're excited to go. So like that's one of our main events that we love to go to. Another one is we love to drive through. We have a park near us, a big giant park, and they put up lights all over the park and then you can drive through it so it's lovely you can get hot chocolate or something before you go drive through and then drive through and enjoy your beverage you can turn on songs and it's just really fun to go and drive through the kids love to you know stand up on the seats in the car and stick their heads out of the window the <laughs> the sunroof up there or out the windows and see and it's just a really fun event so things like that we just want to be really mindful cuz we missed those and we didn't plan for them last year or we didn't remember what weekends they were and so I think it's really important we've already said no to some Christmas parties for this year we've already said yes to some other ones that we can do so it's just being mindful of which ones can you do which ones can't you do and even if you don't have anything going that evening that's okay to say no And to give yourself a little bit of margin. If it's a Christmas party that's during the week and your kids are just done and they have finals and they have school, maybe it's something just to say no, thank you though, and just pass. So know that you can say no to events. You do not have to go to every single thing. Number three, I decorate for Christmas, but not in December. So my trick is I decorate before Thanksgiving because we always leave for Thanksgiving. And then when we come back, the house is completely decorated and I don't have to worry about decorating or anything like that. A couple weeks ago, I did an episode about decorating and how to make that super easy in like two or three steps and have your whole house decorated in two or three hours. So take note of that one. Go back and listen if you have to. And that one is mind-changing. I mean, (laughs) changed everything from how I decorate to being able to do it super fast. So I do decorate. It's just I decorate early during Thanksgiving. And there are a couple things like you can't decorate. You can't decorate the tree if you don't have it. So, okay, the tree. And then my husband hates this idea. So he is in charge of decorating the outside of the house and I'm in charge of decorating the inside. So I decorate the inside and I'm a happy camper and I decorate it way early because I have so many other things that I'm doing in December. I don't want to worry about decorating. So he does the outside and so that's his job. 
we help and we do stuff, but that's mainly him. He puts all the lights up. He puts all the timers up. He figures out where it should go. And the kids actually did a lot of help this year with decorating outside, but he's the one in charge of the outside. (laughs) Number four, I do not cook a crazy elaborate Christmas dinner or make gingerbread houses. I know some people make them from scratch. Some people make amazing things from scratch. I am not a cook. I'm not a baker. I do not make these things. (laughs) And even when my husband, who is very sweet and loves to cook, one Christmas he made an elaborate Christmas dinner and it took half the day and he was making dinner and was working really hard on it and he was so tired by the end and was making stuff all day long things were in the oven and he was cooking and all this and then in the evening when we went to eat it it was delicious and it was wonderful but our kids didn't like it at all so we all that effort that he had put into making this elaborate amazing christmas dinner our kids didn't really appreciate and it wore him out and he was then he didn't really appreciate it because he was so tired so we have learned you do not need to make a crazy elaborate christmas dinner we make something that we enjoy maybe something that is what he feels like making i leave it in his court since he makes dinner and all the things if he wants to try to make something fun cool but he has definitely learned his lesson of not making something elaborate making it as easy as possible and just going from there we also as i said do not make actual gingerbread houses i'm happy to buy there's kits that you can buy all over the place trader joe's costco we love the ones at costco so we get a gingerbread house from costco and they're expensive but I'm like, I don't care. It comes with all this stuff and our kids love it. They look forward to it. They have actually this year saved like 99% of their Halloween candy so that they can go full out on their houses and they decorate the whole thing. They decorate it from top to bottom. They put candy in the yard. They make elaborate giant houses and it's the best thing ever. So I feel like it takes away all the stress if I just buy the kit and they're ready to go and I do not have to worry about how to put it together. (laughs) We just have fun with it and it makes it super easy. So I do not make an elaborate Christmas dinner or gingerbread houses. Number five, we do not travel on Christmas Day to see family. We have decided long ago that Christmas day is for our immediate small family. If people would like to come see us and hang out, we have room. They can come and stay. Uh, My mom usually comes or sometimes other relatives, but we have decided long ago, we're not traveling to the East Coast. We're not running around from house to house. We're not being crazy that day. We're just enjoying Christmas at our house. And so that is one thing that we decided. Anybody who wants to come can come, but this is where we will be. So those five things I hope have really helped you and that you can take away the stress by not sending out Christmas cards Take away that stress by not going to all the things and take away stress by not decorating in December. Do what you can beforehand. Take away the stress by not 
cooking a crazy elaborate meal that your kids may or may not appreciate and do not travel to go see family on Christmas day. Try to keep it nice and relaxed. I hope this helps. And by listening to this today that you have a renewed sense of peace and permission to not do all the things to let go of the guilt as a mom and to do the things for all the people you as a mom are doing all those things and just to make this season special for your kids let go of that guilt let go of the guilt of trying to make everything so special of trying to do it all to create special memories and all the things let go of that guilt and just take a deep breath and see what can you cut out what can you let go of As always, I'm wishing you a peaceful season and come hang out with us on our Facebook group, Home Management for Working Moms, Organization and Time Management, or come over to my website, Bird Michelle, B-Y-R-D-M-I-C-H-E-L-L-E.com. And I would love to hang out. Until next time, have a busy, vibrant day. Did this podcast bless you? Did you learn something new? Did this podcast encourage you? Please leave our mom a review. Pretty please. I hope you loved today's episode, friend. I pray it blessed you, encouraged you, or challenged you in some new way that is helping you. If so, would you stop right now and share this episode with someone else that needs community too. I also would love if you could take 30 seconds for me and leave me a review on Apple Podcast. This is the only way that I know that you are actually enjoying the show and that it is blessing you. Plus, it makes me happy to hear from you. Come on over to our free community, birdmichelle.com and grab your free gifts. I have free productivity programs and everything you need to know about working with me, taking my courses or connecting. Lastly, don't forget to subscribe to the podcast so that you don't miss an episode.